Hello adventurer, and welcome to the Skyrim Book Club, the on-the-go solution for the busy adventure in Tamriel's coldest, far-reaching province. Let us collect the literature and lore of this great province for you and put it into a portable package so that you never have to stop fighting dragons, picking flowers, or stealing from shopkeepers when they aren't looking. With an ever-increasing archive, SkyrimBookClub.ca has got the story for you. Until next time, Enjoy the book. The Nightingales, Volume 2, What We Were, by Gallus Desidenius. As a nightingale, I feel compelled to place quill to parchment and record my thoughts regarding my knowledge of our order. If one day the nightingale should vanish from Tamriel, then let this tome serve as a reminder of what we once were and to dispel any rumors or hearsay about our purposes and our motivation. I will attempt to recant the scant bit of knowledge I have of our history to the best of my ability. It is my hope that in the future, someone else may happen upon this writing and amend it in order to expand the record of our existence. Our history begins with a well-known tale. The tome, the real Baron Zia the Ninth, mentions that a bard named Nightingale tricked Queen Baron Zia into revealing the location of an artifact called the Staff of Chaos, which he later claimed for his own. The story goes on to reveal that the Nightingale was a powerful imperial battle mage named Hagatharn in disguise and that he used the staff to imprison Emperor Uriel Septim VIII. His ultimate goal was to assume the form of the banished emperor and sit upon the throne in his stead. In actuality, the individual identified as the Bard Nightingale was not Hagatharn at all. This master of disguise was a Nightingale thief named Draven Indoril. Hager Tharn hired Draven, one of the greatest master thieves in Skyrim, to seduce Berenzia and coerce her into revealing the location of the Staff of Chaos. After the staff was given to Hager Tharn, he attempted to eradicate Draven, but his Nightingale abilities aided his escape. Hager Tharn searched for Draven, but eventually had to abandon the pursuit in order to enact his plans involving the Emperor. It is interesting to note that history often refers to Hagatharn as the Nightingale, well after the point Draven would have vanished from the story. This distortion of actual events is very typical of Berenzia's manipulation. With the pressure of blame falling squarely on her shoulders for Uriel Septim VII's imprisonment, she twisted the truth and created the notion that the bard named Nightingale was Hagatharn himself. She felt the tale of being enthralled by the master sorcerer held more of a forgiving if not romantic notion than simply being seduced by a master rogue. Some also further speculate that uh, eliminating Draven from history was her attempt at uh, protecting the reputation of Hagatharn, whom she was rumored to have been quite fond of. Draven had escaped in the Morrowind after Hagatharn's pursuit and rejoined the Indoril family, who held an estate quite close to the borders of Skyrim which allowed him to perform his nightingale duties at the sepulchre if the need arose. He remained there for many years until the Inderil family began to lose its power and a war between the houses erupted. Not wanting any part of it, and feeling that Hagatan was no longer a threat, Draven left his homeland behind and settled in the rift under the guise of a miner. Concurrently with Draven's history, born out of Draven's seduction of Berenzia, the Dunmere Queen eventually bore a child. This child, whom Berenzia abandoned with a midwife in an attempt to keep her nightingale story valid, eventually grew into adulthood and struck out on her own to find a father. 
Calling herself Drowsy, she overturned every stone in Skyrim looking for any traces of Draven. After an unknown number of years passed, she finally located him in a small mining community called Shores Stone. He was quite elderly now, no longer the spry rogue that had seduced Berenzia, but nevertheless, he was still Drowsy's father and he treated her as such. In the remaining years of Draven's life, he imparted the ways of the Nightingale to Drowsy until he finally succumbed to his age. Drowsy willingly struck the oath of the Nightingales and performed her duties well in the service of Nocturnal. She eventually took her husband and together they had a child who they named Carlia. Like Drowsy's father did for her, Drowsy taught Carlia the art of thievery and how to survive in Skyrim living as a rogue. She intended to pass the Nightingale mantle on to Carlia, but had to wait until the time was right to reveal it. When she was old enough, Kalia struck out on her own, wanting to ply a trade in a larger city. She eventually found her way to Riften and joined the Thieves' Guild under my own leadership at the time. As Kalia slowly climbed the ranks in the guild, I watched her progress and saw much of her mother and her methods. After several years passed, I received word that Drowsy had been killed defending the Twilight Sepulchre from a band of mercenaries, and so it became time for the mantle to be passed. I traveled to Nightingale Hall with Mercer Frey, and together, we inducted Carlia into the Nightingales. I will relate my own history in my next volume, and perhaps, if I undercover more information, the history of Mercer Frey as well.